Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. We have a great episode for you today. I'm so excited. And, uh, you know, in this political year, things get confusing and you need answers. And uh, sometimes you need an expert to kind of break things down for you. Uh, so I found just such an esteemed political figure. Uh, he's been very active in the political world. Uh, he lobbied for a bigger Chipotle parking lot. Uh, he ran for president under the Pemberton Buttlesticks name on the three snaps and a butt slap ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, political expert, correspondent, T.J. Miller. Hello, everyone. T.J. Thank you so much for having That's me. so good well, to have you is, back. You know, this is an election year. I had no idea you had this side to you. You know, I, yeah, I've been going by Pemberton Buttlesticks. That's my real name. Is uh, well, when I asked Matt, I said we need to. We need our listeners demand political answers, and and they wanted a political. And Matt said, "What about T.J. Miller? What do you think about him? Do you think he hasn't been on in a while?" And I said, "Well, I don't know. Is he? Is he know about politics? Yeah, yeah, And and Matt said, "Well, I mean, the three snaps and a butt slap uh, ticket that that didn't go poorly." Well, I you know I went under uh, a pseudonym uh, under that ticket running for the president of the United States, and it's just a lot of people don't realize that, but. But, you know, it. I worked very closely with uh, Dukakis. <laughs> Dukakis? Michael yeah. Dukakis. Yeah, Michael Dukakis. That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> I love his films. I think the, I think the political... Wall Street. Do you think that there's room in the political, in the political realm for a triple banger or lightning round? I kind of feel like... I kind of feel like... That would really open things up for the candidates. You, you know, so? it's like, uh, you know, kind of like uh, Mr. Obama, Bill Singleton, Washington Post. Uh, Ghost is watching a masturbate. Who's scaring who? Yeah. I mean, I would love I would love in the debate. They have to do to, they have to end it with a triple banger lightning round choosing from your triple banger lightning round. question. Yes. Yes. That would be great. I think we would learn a lot about if they're if they're because the president should be fun. It feels like Obama's like a funny, fun guy. Yeah. Whereas uh, George W. Bush, who you know is rumored to actually be a lot of fun with the toot toot and scoot. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He can breathe through okay. his nose. He can breathe through his nose. Yeah, he can. He never would have been strangled uh, with a uh, shirt. Oh uh, 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 no, he wouldn't. No, he'd spit that shirt out after. He got a shirt shot up his. He got a shirt shot up his mouth. It didn't affect him at all. Yeah, and he got some cocaine shot up his nose, and it ruined our economy for eight years. (laughs) And that was part of your campaign speech, wasn't it? It was. I I would go up there and I'd say, "As your future leader, I do what all Buttlestick family members do." And I'd pass out. I like it when that you, point. I like it when you go into your character. Yeah. Three slaps and a butt. The, the thing that you do. I would do that. I'd say, like, if yeah, people yeah. talk to you, ask you questions. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go. Um, you know, somebody would raise their hand. And say, Isn't it true that you've been arrested over thirty-five times for public urination in the exact same spot? I'll look directly at that guy and I'll say, "Well, 
Who's pissing off who now? <laughs> Three snaps and a butt slap. Check the ticket. Uh, I but I that. did, of course, I didn't make it past the uh, the tertiaries, which are before the primaries. Yeah, but that's still it was. It was it's a actually the victory. earliest stage that you can be kicked out of running for uh, presidency. It, it was a moral, the It yeah. was a moral victory. It really was. It was a moral victory. And I'm proud to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having As me. You know, this is can... a show. This is a show where we don't sit here and put down celebrities. No, that's we not, don't. Except for Nancy Grace, we kind of rip her. She looks new like the sometimes. ugliest version of herself. Yeah, she does. She's like a character of her own uh, person. Uh, she looks like a, a bulldog that somebody had publicly urinated on 35 times right there in her face. <laughs> right there. Puggish, right ugly. Half horse, face. half Nancy Grace. But uh, you know the part of the show that. And I'm even, more attracted to the horse part. I know. I know what you're saying. Even the hoof, as it were. Whoops! Ow! <laughs> You know the only thing, the only thing that even Nancy Grace likes, the part of the show that Nancy Grace likes, yeah. she likes the triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. Question one: Grim Reaper, just doing his job. Yeah, I mean, can't blame him. You know, I saw a meter maid give uh, you know me a ticket and then somebody else a ticket. And you always want to go over and be like, "Hey, you listen here, you large-eared cretin." Don't get that ticket! You know, you really get mad at him, but he can't. I mean, there's just an agent of, of worse power, which is the city of Los Angeles. Parking yeah, and, no, uh, but I think if you have a job where you have to say things like, just doing my job, that's not a great job. Well, yeah, you, or, but are you saying, should they not do the job? Yeah, they shouldn't. They probably should. Do you think nobody should choose to be a meter maid? I think that, yeah, no. People got to no feed their should. kids, though, man. No one should. People got to feed their kids. Yeah. Okay, that's a better one then. Got to feed my family. That's I have to feed my family. That's always a good one. Yeah, you should. Okay. So here's my opinion. Instead of saying just doing my job, you should say I've got to feed my family. Whether or not you have a family. Okay. You know, yeah. they have to see pictures of your family. Just use the pictures that came with the wallet. Yeah. Say so this is my husband Jimity. Jimity Cricket. My, my daughter and my dog Herbin. This is my daughter and my dog Fitzo. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two. two. When someone says, I could never fall asleep on an airplane, mm -hmm. which is the best response? Then you'd make a great pilot. Or <laughs> then that's not where I'm going to try to date rape you. <laughs> I think probably the latter is more fun, but will get you hit in the face. If it's a guy who's telling you that. I mean, what do you do? You know. Uh, the funnier one is the second one. If it's a large, hulking guy, I would say, you should be a pilot. You know, and if it's a small, frail, withering man who's a neurophysicist, I'll say, well, I guess I won't try and date rape you on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the interplay between physics and the mind. <laughs> I don't like it when people say, uh, I never take naps. Yeah, I don't. I don't That's do not. That. You're. You look tired. In general, talking about see. your sleeping habits is less interesting than you think. That's a message yeah. to all. Of yeah, America. all people. All people. When you're like, you know what? I I can never fall asleep. And I'll tell you, if I have a diet coke after six p.m., yeah. I mean, I'm up till two or three. Yeah, and then I, I can't wake up after seven. I can't and, sleep yeah, at seven. And, I can't sleep. Yeah, now. don't tell us about your sleep patterns or Nobody what you gives eat. Like, a shit. Like yeah, I no give a shit cares. what you had for lunch. Say something interesting. Unless you swallowed a sword. Or say a something leprechaun. interesting. Yeah, make a compliment. Ask a question that you haven't asked that day or ever in your life. Mm -hmm. Ask me a different. You know, do something interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah. What do, what do you say when people things. say you look tired? I've started to say, uh, I like your cankles. Really? Yeah. Here, do it with me and I'll show you what I say. Ask me. You look tired. Sorry, do you? That's how they do it, too. They go, yeah, I got you t- look tired. Okay, ready? Here, go ahead. You look tired. <laughs> I am. Of you commenting on my appearance. You big-eared cretin! <laughs> Don't give me that ticket! <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Well, I hope you got a family to feed, or I'm going to kill you with this scythe. I I'm have, a grim reaper. I have two dogs. Here's pictures of them. Just trying to feed what are their my names? family. What are their names? Uh, Wicket and Pullet. <laughs> Come here, Wicket. Such Come here, Pullet. Li- such a bad listener. <laughs> well, yeah, you're trying to reference. It's so hard to keep up with you, buddy. You're such a great comedian. It's, well, it's hard to remember all the things also, you're saying. I, I'm saying nonsense words. It's hard to remember. That is. Heberton. It took me years to, to memorize Pemberton. Fitzo. Fitzo? Fitzo. And- well, you don't have a goddamn thing to do over there except so remember, remember what all of us say. Mm-hmm. And it's- look it up and tell us we're wrong. And you know what? I'm glad you picked up a pitchfork <laughs> and put on a straw hat when you were yelling at him just then. Because I think it helped. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question three. Woo-hoo. Would you rather hear your priest or gynecologist use the following phrase? Oh, boy. Your priest or gynecologist. Hot diggity. <laughs> I think probably priest because yeah. a gynecologist. Most women don't want their gynecologist saying want him to say anything hot around unless that's his response to "Do I have uh, pussy genital herpes?" Yeah, you, 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 I, it would be nice to hear him say "Hot diggity dog, you don't." Yeah, I yeah. just found out, and your test results came back, and hot diggity. Are they good? Well, no, wait a second. If you say you're having a baby, you know, hot diggity. It's alive. You're having a baby. You say that. Hot diggity, you're alive. It's alive. Hot diggity didn't really catch on, did it? It did not as much as it could have or should have. Uh, I don't think it really should have had Well, what's your priest going to say about it? I mean, how's he going to say hot diggity? Hot diggity dog, you're alive. I think you're, I was thinking confessional. Uh, you know, you're confessing. What, what you're like, oh, I, I thought some impure thoughts and I uh, masturbated in space. And he's like, hot diggity, you're the first. Really? You're like, no, actually, there was one other. Uh, yeah, there's no way a priest can say hot diggity in a good way. Yeah. Hot Buzz, diggity. Buzz Aldrin actually did Your soul twice. has been saved. Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Did he? He didn't, though. No, he was out on the, he was out on the walk. The t- he was tethered. That didn't count. You can't masturbate when both your hands are tethered to a spaceship. <laughs> My uncle used to always say that. <laughs> you had a weird uncle. Well, he was he was a he's a card carrying t shirt uh, gun owner. He had a couple Jeez. dogs. What were their names? Hip stepper and whoops. <laughs> Come here, whoops. Come here. Hot diggity didn't really you know, I was uh with my um one of my buddies children the other day he was like 12 and Just i said you and him no no i was with him too there were three of us who were, uh-huh. were kind of riding our bikes and i said something i said something about how something was gnarly and he didn't know what that meant gnarly they live in hawaii he didn't know what gnarly was and You'd i never said, heard it i'll tell you what gnarly is gnarly is a word that'll be coming back pretty solid at some point gnarly uh, yeah gnarly is pretty gone, good man i think gnarly's ra- good radical could come back i think gnarly gnarly is right about even with radical I never even said Some that. words won't be coming back. Hot diggity's not coming back. I wish it would. I don't like gnarly. Do you like gnarly? I think gnarly's useful at times. You, but you're sort of a West Coast guy. It's true. It's more of a West Coast And I have a feeling word. you're about to hold that against me. No, I'm not. And to that I say this. I love your cankles. <laughs> I'm so insecure about the area between my knees and my feet. 
<laughs> no, but but I do think there's certain words that won't be coming back. I don't think Hot Diggy's coming back. I don't think decent. I thought decent never caught on. I never those. I never used those words. Decent has like dude. That's decent. That's decent. That didn't last know, long. It, the it worst just one was, means okay. What was the worst one? The worst one was tubular. Like come on. Yeah, that's never gonna that like, really. That gonna and then people say gonna catch uh, on. What else did they say? Dudular? What did they say? They had other ones. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's, that's one of those like Denver. Dudric. That's one of those Denver bullshit. Yeah, Denver. Things. We used you guys to say dudular and dudric. You guys are still waiting for hot diggity to come back. In Denver, if you say hot Denver. diggity, that's a sign of respect. <laughs> you wouldn't know a goddamn thing about it. You cankle ankled Hitler. <laughs> Sorry, that's too soon. Uh, don't get your medium Johns in a bunch. <laughs> okay, we're we're still both from the West, and the West is the best. West is the best. Yeah, we, we got to stick together, buddy. West Everybody West. To the Mississippi. But I'm not going to get behind this gnarly thing. I think no, you don't weird. think gnarly was. I don't great. think anything that means cool should have a silent G in it. Now, cool was a slang word, that and, it was, and it had staying power so much that it's just a regular part of our vernacular. Cool, awesome. Those were slang words. Those stayed. Those, Those were there stuck. to stay. Those stuck. But gnarly, nothing. You can never use a word that means cool with a silent G. What are you going to say? Hey, man, that's pretty lasagna. <laughs> What does it have to do with how oh, it's man, spelled? They, oh, this party's awesome. It's totally gnats. Gnats <laughs> flying it, around. Wait a second. What? Okay. What, what does it have to do with how it's spelled? I don't, I don't see how that makes any well, difference. I just don't think silent letters are cool. I don't even know how to say hot, or spell hot diggity. H-O-T-D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And that's a sign of respect in really? Denver. Yeah. People keep uh, uh, Twittering me. They want to know how to spell Deshai Shai. Deshai Shai. How do you spell Deshai Shai? Deshai Shai. Because people have asked me to sign my DVD or my album, Deshai Shai, and then my uh, name, which is weird. your catchphrase. Yeah. And I've been saying it since I was a little kid. You know how I spell it? Huh? I, uh, I spell it F U C K C A S H. <laughs> Every single time I go, shy, shy, as I write it, and I hand it to them, they go, what does that mean? I go, you get away from me. <laughs> now, people don't you realize when you get really, when you get really excited, you throw in I love it. I love hanging out with you again. I don't see you enough anymore. I know. I like you're you so too. busy. You're a great guy. You're a good friend. I I don't see you enough. You know. I feel you deserve you know, a caca. Work. A caca is when you get really excited. Deshai shai, deshai shai, caca, yeah. And that's a sign of respect where you're, you're really, from, right? Yeah, that's a real sign of respect. That's like, sort of like hot diggity where you're from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hot diggity people. Bunch of bullshit. Hey, I thought you just said the West Coast should stick together. God didn't make Pumberton battle sticks. <laughs> Pumberton, 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 Buttle Sticks. Let's move along. Where were you? Like anyone's name, Pumberton. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Hey, TJ, where were you? You know, I just got back from San Francisco. Oh, boy, do I love that coffee. Blue Bottle Coffee, Mm -hmm. the Embarcadero Center. And the punchline is a beautiful... You know, I'm from the Bay Area, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's where I well, started. That's, well, that's where they say "caca" when they want to show a sign of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You started in San Fran. I love it there. And do you? If you play the punchline much? You know, I left when I was like just opening there, right? And then I moved to LA. So, and do you ever uh, go back I've, there? I haven't gone back. We to should the punchline. do if we ever do live I do the podcasts, rooster. I do the rooster. The rooster teeth feathers. If you ever do there, live podcasts, we could do one at Rooster Teeth Feathers or at the punchline. But I had a great yeah. time at the punchline, and I just recorded when I was last there. I recorded. Um, uh, the ma- mashup audio file, which is nice. my first full-length stand-up uh, album for Comedy Central Records. Nice. And that'll be a- available in a-, a forthcoming release in September. It'll be digital only. 
Coming soon to your earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, so I was in San Francisco, and I love that coffee. You go to the Blue Bottle, and you order a Gibraltar, mm-hmm. which isn't on the menu, and it is so delicious. I don't know if it's the organic milk. It's definitely they have great coffee there. And I'm not a big coffee guy, so I, I went every morning and I drank some coffee there. You're and not I came because home you're pretty and I vomited and I had diarrhea at the exact same time. Which you know, it's always good to kind of double down on those buckets on both. Double ends. down. You know, I think it's great that you don't do too much coffee or caffeine because you're pretty wired anyway. I don't. I don't feel like you sleep much. Pretty wired you, guy. Yeah, I don't do a lot of. You stimulants. have a lot of energy. I don't know how you do it. Uh-huh. Well, every morning I I, I eat an, an infant. Mm, yeah, double your power mm-hmm. and your pleasure. <laughs> oh my God. It's so hard to riff with you because you come up with such crazy things. When I riff with a crowd, like a, 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 a regular crowd, like in a comedy club, and I do riff a ton. On you stage, riff a lot. You got to see them live. So much, you do. But I do. But I they, they say a random grouping of things, but not so random. Like, I don't even know the words. With which you speak. I don't even know what you're saying sometimes. Well, you most, eat a baby every almost, morning? Is that what you... <laughs> of course not. That's not I said an infant. Number. I didn't specify oh. if it was human. Okay. Thank Looks you. Looks like we've got a baby eater prejudice on our hands. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're so unpredictable. Well, I like to... You know, I'm very... I'm a strange guy, and I like to say... You know, some absurd things. It's all nonsense. Yeah. I was at Go Bananas. Because I fundamentally I was don't a, believe. I was at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Have you done that... Uh, yeah, I love no, that. No, place. That's a great they club. Me back, I like though. them. I, I actually talked club. to them about you, and they right. said they, yeah, they will. They're going to do it go again. Back there. They're really great crowds, and they're nice people there. The only thing is, every time I show up, something happens. I was there for a tornado. It hit, it hit the hotel I was in, and I actually woke up in the middle of the night. It was really windy, and uh, there was like a cow in my room, and I just went and closed the window and went back to bed. And I woke up the next morning. the The entire hotel had been evacuated because there's a me. cow in your room that that part was a joke Ugh. yeah that was the best part of the story it was actually a, a <laughs> just kidding just kidding it was actually a, a, a fetus i ate it what it, it was a baby cow well that's good double your power double, double my power pleasure. that's maybe how i got through it but uh they closed the hotel i woke up it was empty on this particular trip um and then last time i was there there was a uh, why would they why did they evacuate because part of the hotel got blown off, not my not my wing, but they, I actually spent the night in a hotel that got hit by a, a tornado, and it, everyone evacuated, but they forgot about me. I mean, that's unbelievable. So did you get mad? I didn't have a great set the night. Did before. you get mad at the? I didn't get mad at all. This was before cell phones. Nobody even knew uh, how to contact me. People were freaking out. Oh my god! So that happened. Then last time I was there, there was a, uh, um, not a hurricane, but a, um, a blizzard. Ooh. We had to do a show by candlelight. Really? And then this time, I took a nap, and uh, the power had gone out. Some like little mini hurricane had come in and blown the entire... Every so th- both shows were canceled on Friday night. So I kind of bring the, that You have stuff. natural disasters natural whenever disaster. you're outside of Cincinnati. And now they're really seriously reconsidering bringing me back. I mean, because well, because what's next? Fault. A plague well, of locusts? Is, you know, one, you're running out of different natural what I disasters. Did, yeah, what I, well, the locusts happened before. Those were the cicadas. Woo! I was there for the cicada infiltration. Uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was crazy. But then I went to Chicago and uh, went to Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the greatest places. You love baseball. Coach. I love baseball. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I took my son to the game. He's two. I'm not, I, I I love the Giants. Uh, they're my my favorite fan. Shout out to uh, Nathan Grade and uh, Jeremy Shepard, two uh, Twitter 
giant followers. Love the Giants, hate the Dodgers. I'm going to make sure my son hates the Dodgers. That's my first priority uh, because I think you can teach hate. Him how to talk, yeah. I think you can teach hate much easier than love. Mm-hmm. I think that's more realistic. What do you think? I think you're right. I mean, you know, whenever I teach hate, and I do teach hate at the local underprivileged uh, grade schools around. We have Los a community, Angeles. yeah, class yeah, in that. A class. Don't you? I, it's a community effort, sort of a big brother, little sister program. Where, Nancy Grace is on the poster, isn't she? Uh, that ugly. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> you know, what we did. We we tried. Where to get a llama is actually peeing on her. Yeah, we tried to get a clip yeah. art of a, a llama peeing on his own shit, and uh, <laughs> we accidentally put Nancy Grace's face there instead of llama shit. You hear me, Nancy? Tone it down. Um, How much would you hate Nancy Grace if her name was Gladys Grace? Well, I would te- at these community centers. I would be afraid to talk to those her. Those are the two I, things. I would fear speaking with her. You're such a nice guy, but I, I feel like I fear. I fear that that would put you over the edge. Gladys Grace, I'd find her and I'd kill her. <laughs> I'd eat her infant children. Okay, so, but I love Wrigley Field. It's, it's one of my favorite places mm-hmm, in the world, mm-hmm. and people in the Midwest get I. I'm, they get drunk more at baseball games than any other probably fan base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they go so crazy during the uh, uh, seventh inning stretch, you know, one, a two, three strikes, you're out, or the whole thing. And I think they're just proud they can count at that point in the game. Because they always so are drunk, looking right? up at the booth and they're counting like they're really <laughs> proud they're getting the numbers right. And I have the utmost admiration for them. I mean, I, then you give them a cuckoo. Yeah, I would. Or a hot. Diggity. Hot diggity. I think, if I was in Denver, yeah, I Yeah, I mean, people are really, really drunk at baseball games. That's why I like baseball games. They seem like more of you're hanging out, you're partying, and a game's happening rather than, you know, you don't hear a lot of people going, shh, quiet at the yeah, baseball game. I'm trying to true. watch the game. And that's the most annoying part of seeing a sporting event with someone. That's you go, true. Hey, man, you get shushed. You, know, you go, hey, man, listen, you know, I heard there's a tornado coming through your uh, your your area where you're, you're, you're staying at your hotel later on. They, shh, I'm trying to watch the game. You know, <laughs> you don't get then that. Why'd you even take me to this uh, polo match? <laughs> Essential questions of human nature. Oh, I love this. Phrase. Essential questions of human nature. Ooh, I love that dramatic pause there in the middle. Essential question of human nature. Um, can cops be likable? Because they're rule of followers, you know. Yeah, I, I think so. I've only had a couple, but I've had a couple. I, I have of, had a couple friends. You know, I had one yeah. cop that that let me go and also asked to see. You know, Yogi he, Bear he wanted to Yogi buy. Bear. No, he wanted to buy tickets to where I was doing comedy. He wanted to see me do comedy. Which, by the way, if you ever want to see Cash or I live, you know, go to his website. You can go to my website. We're always touring, and uh, but the you know the police officer said, "Oh, I'd love to." Uh, I'd love to come see the show, and oh, don't worry about the tickets. And, uh, he he was really likable. He looked like a, he looked like a cherub. I've met yeah, I've met a cherub cherub faced. But for the most officer. part, if you're not a very likable person, making you a police officer is going to make you unlikable. Yeah, I mean, because you're a rule follower. I think it, I think it'd be fun to be a cop. If I was a cop, I think it'd be fun to be a crooked cop. Yeah, or at least yeah. let most people go. That would be fun. He's a crooked cop. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple like friends that. that are that are cops, and I suspect they're a tiny bit crooked. I have one that seems to get in trouble for overly beating people too often. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's a little strange. How do you see? He's a good guy, though. Him. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's he's more of an acquaintance, um, but um, for the purposes of this show, uh, I call him a friend. Would you let him babysit yeah, your guy. kid? Uh, I would. I don't think he'd beat my kid. 
But I think if an intruder came, I think he would beat them senseless, probably nice. overly. Yeah, right. He probably yeah. could have been involved with like the Rodney King thing type thing. Really? That's no. Terrible. I'm just saying that like he does beat people probably. So I don't think that you should be friends. He's, with t- he's quick to go to the nightstick. Apparently, yeah, I haven't seen it. He brags about it. That's all. That's not. Here's my favorite cop uh, ism. Doesn't seem like you have great. <laughs> never mind. Never. Mind. <laughs> I don't want to insult your friends. He's but... actually doing the show next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I actually have only seen him once in the last like twenty years. But he's a but he, but he came to a show. He's a close friend. He came to a show, and uh, he was a nice guy. Uh, and in, for that, school, you excuse him school. senselessly beating. He, his he victims. claimed that he goes a little too far with his victims. That's all. So I just was passing that along to you. <laughs> That's all. I'm serious. That's all. I, he's a crooked cop. He, he, call, he calls them his victims. Uh, <laughs> that alone is a little <laughs> troubling. Yeah, that, that alone is enough to get him disbarred from the police association. <laughs> I don't know the truth to it. Maybe he, you know, he's he's uh, maybe he's just trying to be impressive. Is maybe he a big guy. He's not. He's kind of skinny. He's tall, but he's skinny. Yeah. Yeah. In any event, here's my favorite cop thing. This is my favorite thing ever. Okay. Here it is. It was a trailer. Uh, I guess for uh, uh, what's his name, Sean Connery movie oh, love, with, with Catherine Zeta Jones movies. And I think what they decided to do was they decided to mix two parts of the movie for the commercial. Yeah. So here's how the commercial ran. Yeah. You, you heard. Uh, and I can't do an impression of him. You heard Sean Connery go, rule number one, how do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> that's, that's not a rule. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I, remember, I remember taping that and just watching it over and over again and laughing. It's just so over the top. <laughs> rule number one, how do I know you're not a cop? Sean Connery's <laughs> rules. This section's called Sean Connery's rules and not... <laughs> Questions. First rule. How do I know you're not a cop? Second rule. Sean Connery. I'm such, this is such a bad impression. Second rule. Where? Where's the nearest bathroom? Is that the funniest thing ever? I mean, it's ridiculous. Was yeah. someone not there to see that and oversee it and just go, you know what? This doesn't quite work. The first. I know right, we want these two lines. But the they first don't work right of the lines were rule number one. No cops, but then they gave it to another writer to rewrite, and he yeah. just re- he's like, no, no cops. I think it'd be better. Was, Are you a cop? So he just wrote it, and then they never noticed it. Yeah. It's crazy though. Yeah. Rule number one: How do I get out of here? Where's the exit? <laughs> That's a rule. Tell me where I leave. Rule number one: Where can I find the movie? <laughs> um, question, why- I've got a question for you. Never litter. <laughs> Listen, buddy, we had another essential question for you. Uh, why can't we wake sleepwalkers? I think it's getting a little out of hand. Um, you know, oh, you'll scare them. No, it's, I'm actually are he's we, robbing a bank. I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, are you, I'm scared. Are you he's not robbing supposed a, to wake He's fondling my wife. Yeah. You know, don't scare him. Don't walk, wake a sleepwalker. Why? He's, is, is they're getting away with saying? murder. Have you heard of that, man? Yeah, they're getting away with murder. Yeah. You're not supposed to wake a sleep. It's a cop out. Well, He's fondling my wife. Please, but you know, wake him. I mean, it's here's getting the thing, ridiculous. Though, if you say that, you know, I'll lose my real ace in the hole, which is I pretend to sleepwalk, and that's how I explain to my my, my lady friend that I I've been having sex with other women. <laughs> And she understands. You know, she's come. She's walked in on me quite a few times having sex with another woman, and she'll say, she'll say, oh, 
is he awake or is he asleep? And I always instruct the girl to go, he's sleeping. I don't know. He just, you know, we, he's that's a great he's one. I lie down naked in your home and this started happening. And then, you know, and then I'll, I'll kind of, I'll walk away and go back to bed and then I wake up. I go, what happened? Yeah, that's great. What happened? Why am I so sexually satisfied? <laughs> I'm just teasing with you. If you're listening, Gerald, <laughs> but that's way better than two and a half years. <laughs> that's way better than mine. I, I, my excuse is I have allergies. You know. she, said, she said, my dick looks like a canopy. <laughs> Wait, who said this? My, my girlfriend. I, don't, anyway, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Is this something you want to talk about? I mean, I guess it, when I pitch a tent, I really do pitch a tent. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, the sleepwalking thing, buddy. We got to wake people all right, up. All right. I, I think if you're going to wake them up, if you're going to wake him up, you got it. What's going on over there? I've got that trailer. Did you find it? Does it say that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, wait, hold on. Start over. Why are you following me? I've got a proposition for you. <laughs> Rule number one. How do I know that you're not a cop? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing ever. <laughs> Rule That's one. my favorite thing. <laughs> It's my favorite uh, thing in the entire world. I can't believe it took a song to get to it. I've been talking about that for years. Play it again. You got to play it again. You got to play it one more time. He really does. So he says, rule number my one, friend actually, how do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> yeah. My friend Steve Maison actually noticed it, but it, but it, that's my that's been my favorite thing for years. Right, listen. Why are you following me? I've got a proposition for you. Rule number one, how do I know that you're not a cop? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Uh, I love it. Let's move it along to Twiddleyes. And that so is that the, the that's just a working title. Oh, okay, yeah, we're gonna we'll probably. It's also a little you know the melody is. Yeah, it's a, we gotta work on it. Okay, okay. we gotta work right. on it a little bit. Um, T.J. Miller wrote. This is where we kind of analyze one of his tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, it never works when I try and start a chant at a sports game. I always try. I stand and yell. Big tits, no hips. Big tits, no hips. Uh, that's 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 it right there. I like, how you, I like I like how you did the chant. Big tits, no hips. I really committed, didn't I? Big tits. Well, here, let's do a cash levy. No sale. hips. Big tits, <laughs> no hips. Don't sell the quest of the wind. Tits, your tits are real. No hips. Can't feel my face. <laughs> Um, let me ask you, T.J. Miller, uh, big hits, no <laughs> hips, chant. What type of sporting event is it? I'm, I'm picturing women's I've figure skating. I've tried it in every single one. Women's no, no. figure no, no, skating? No, never. That's disrespectful. I do it oh, in baseball okay. games. You know, uh, My f- friend would beat games, you with a nightstick if nugget, you did that. Uh, he well, would beat you with a nightstick. I, mean, I would report him to internal affairs. All right. Canopy cock. Canopy cock. He would okay. beat right, you with okay. a nightstick. Hey, keep it above the belt. Canopy cock. Okay, sleepwalker. <laughs> you sleepwalking canopy cock. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I try and I, I always try because I, I I'm not a big sports fan, but I do love watching sports, and it's just hard. I try and fit in. I'll get up and I'll start chanting, and people, you know, they never join in. I've never they had know, even yeah. one person join in. 
Well, that's a tough one. You know, that's one that is. Uh, you know, that's one that people don't get quite as attached to. But, but I like why your not? Spirit. Why not? Because you have to gain some weight and get a little more drunk and obnoxious in public. The one that catches on is, what do you think of so and so? He's a bum. That one. And usually it's a guy that's four, five, seven, nine hundred pounds. So what, maybe and I should go like this: What do you think of the size of their tits versus the size of their hips? Yeah. Big yeah. Tits. It's got to be more of a no hips. Yeah. Big tits. No hips. Big. That's how I chant it. Yeah. Not like you did. I go. I get up and I go. Hey guys, our team is doing pretty well against the other team, right? Big tits. No hips. Big tits. No hips. Big tits. Now come on. Come on. Big. Nobody. All right. Fine. I'm going to get another soft pretzel. Rule number one. How do we shut him up? <laughs> Rule number one. What does his chant mean? <laughs> Rule number one. What's the score again? Is it? I missed the last part. I was getting a beer and then the line for the bathroom was long. Rule number one. Who won? <laughs> the game. <laughs> the game later. Says that later. Rule number one. Who won the game? L- later on. Later before the... Yeah. I, I think, you know... Starting a chant feels good. My favorite chant that I ever started felt really good. This band, we were at this bar, and this band wanted to shut it down. They were starting to pack up their instruments, mm-hmm. and I started a chant. They were already packing up their instruments. I started a chant. Three more songs. Really? Three And people more got behind songs. it? That's yeah, and it really did take off. Because it's usually one more song, right? Yeah, it was at this bar in Manhattan Beach called Ponchos, and it really, it's usually one more song. That's why I think what yeah. makes it funny. Yeah. That is so funny. And people people got behind it. You should. You, people really did get behind should, it. And did they people come out and play three, three more, more songs? songs? They didn't. They didn't, uh, they didn't come back. But uh, maybe <laughs> because they were you. like, I mean, how. What a fucking bunch of assholes. All these these guys out there that one song isn't enough, you know, how about zero? It's all you because of you. But it was the greatest compliment to them, too. It's like we, one isn't even going to be enough. Let's be honest. How many songs is too many to ask for? Eight more songs. Eight more songs. Big tits. No hips. Big hits. No tits. You big hits. I like that for a band. Big hits. No tits. You know what that means? We want you to come back and do an encore of your biggest hits and make the girls leave. That's it, that. Rule number one. Now I know what that stands for. Now, I'm, rule number two, I understand the chant. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Let's Question w- number three, there are no rules. <laughs> Let's move it along to tiny opinions. Teeny tinies. What do you think? Let's do some teeny tinies. Uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, if I come out of the bathroom, don't ever say, how did things go in there? Mm, yeah. Woo took you along. How about just no comments after people come mm-hmm. out of the bathroom? We already we, look. Going to the bathroom is a thing that we do in closed doors by ourselves, so it's already clearly a more shameful part of society. Whether or not you feel shame about it, that's it is a thing that is supposed to be private. So don't bring it up and talk about. it. If I come back, don't go. Oh, what were you building a second toilet in there? It's like, yeah, fuck you. I, I don't need any bathroom comments. There already yeah. is a toilet. I mean... Why would I build a second toilet? Yeah. <laughs> Just so we can have side-by-side toilets? A love toilet? Yeah. Instead of a love seat? Yeah. You ridiculous. Leave me alone. I was in there a long time because I was... I was trying to jack off and imagine that I was in space. <laughs> 
I think the only appropriate thing to say to someone when they come out of the bathroom is, hot diggity. <laughs> no, I'd like, you're I in mean, Denver, that means like, you know. I think you could say tubular, tubular, because you have like a tube in it there. It is sort of a tube. The pipe is a tube. Yeah, that's probably how it started. Pretty tubular job in there, bro. That's true. I don't, I don't want to talk about, uh, I don't want to talk about about what happens in the bathroom. Yeah, just leave it alone. And I also, once in a while, someone will be standing next to you at the urinal. Yeah. Um, and they will say something like, don't worry, I'm not going to look at your penis. Yeah, that's or they'll weird. say something weird about it, which yeah. makes you think that they They're really will look at, at your, at your penis. penis. Yeah, exactly. And usually those people have like magnifying glasses and are like binoculars. Like they have some weird element to their yeah. sight. Maybe well, a maybe a <laughs> eyepiece, like one eye. You know, maybe binoculars or, that are duct taped around their head. Yeah. You know, to like their that. eyes. Yeah. Um, I also, here's one. If you see. Jeweler's loop. <laughs> a jeweler's loop, yeah. That, they have a jeweler's yeah, loop, and they're actually on their... L-U-P, yeah. 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 Uh, they got two jeweler's loops, and you're like, why don't you just get a pair of binocular yeah, why glasses? why don't you get a pair, a full pair? Uh, I, I also... Here's another tiny opinion. Uh, if you're going to sneeze and also you toot at the same time that you sneeze, you don't have to tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear it. That's you really noticed. just for one person in particular. That's almost a musical thing that they've done. I think he could feel good about that. You know? There's not so that you'd many like great to hear. Tooters. You'd like to know. Toot sneezers. <laughs> Sneeze toot. Sneeze toot. Snoot. Snoots. That's what we call them. That's a musical Tease. T-E-E-Z. Not many people can sneeze and fart at the same time. Yeah. And it's pretty useful. And there was a very famous flatulist, a fartist, yeah. uh, in France. Really? Who would, would actually tour, and he was one of the highest paid entertainers at that time. He would tour, and he could suck air in up into his butt and then make it come out at different pitches and everything. And he, Is this true? Know, that's true. You can look it up on the internet. Yeah. That's, uh, that or if you don't have the internet, I... look it up on the uh, uh, in a book. Yeah. I have a Commodore laptop. I told you that. Yeah. I'll look it up. I think you I, should get a new one. I yeah, no, I, it's, it's, it's doing me well. It's doing... I, I, think, I think if... It makes me glad that I didn't live in France during that era. Really? Because you think, well, it just goes to show you those French that. people think anything's entertaining. So. Yeah. And to, to instead of applauding, they would sneeze when he did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they would. Tiny opinions. <laughs> tiny, teeny tinies. TJ, I know this is going to piss you Tiniest off, tinies. and that's why I'm going to go ahead and say it. Why what? And it's going to piss you off. Okay. Maybe not as much as Gladys or Nancy Grace, but it's going to be pretty close. Okay. Let's stop the charade that fish tastes good. What? Let's stop the oh, charade. Let me just on. prove it right here. I'm walking out. For their final meal on death row, nobody ever says, I'll have the tilapia. But people say lobster. Tilapia. Is good. Lobster's not a fish, really. It's it more, walks it's around. It's closer to a fish. It it's walks, closer it talks. To a, it's Come on. closer to a fish than a cow. Yes or no? It's closer to a fish than a cow. Gotcha. But winner, winner, fish dinner. <laughs> you don't like fish sticks? Look, nobody says, oh, I'm so stuck. Fish and I, chips. I, I ate way too much mackerel. Fish and chips. No one says I ate way too much mackerel. You don't like fish and chips? I, I like it okay. It's the chips that we're after. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, is. You're, you know what? Fish is delicious. You've just never had it. prideful because you worked at a fish place and you tried to sell the tilapia. I'm just prideful because I used to be a fisherman. <laughs> well, that's one thing I think you can take pride in. That was my next tiny opinion. I love it when fishermen are always like looking for spots. Or I was like, I wonder if they're biting. It's like, dude, you're at an industrial pond. <laughs> or, you know, 
You're the red lobster. They might so be biting. I like get, it how fishermen are always looking for the next place they can fish, regardless. They just yeah. stick their, let's put our hooks in. Take a look, see. Well, do you like fish? Do you like fishing? Fishing's kind of fun. I don't I like feel it. sorry for the fish. I don't want to catch anything, but I like the feeling of it. So you could just go out there with a rod with no line. I would. I probably would do that. I we feel sorry for the fish. You and I should go fishing sometime with no lines or hooks. I've, I feel just sorry. Just drinking and pointing fish I rods I feel sorry for the fish. You do? Yeah, sometimes when you throw the fish back, they, uh, I notice they, uh, uh, they float. I think, or, I think it hurts or, the fish. Or they get back there embarrassed. They go back to the school of fish, and everyone's like, ah, you got caught. You know, What do you think? That's not going to hurt their reputation? Yeah. I just, I just like when people... But I love fish, man. I, yeah. I disagree with you. I think fish taste delicious. You think it tastes good? It's, uh, it's not a tiny opinion of mine. It's a big opinion that mm-hmm. fish is deficious. <laughs> deficious? Yeah. It means delicious like it. in fish. Yeah. I know. I got that. I like it. Thanks I for like having it. me on your show. No, I think fish are uh, overrated as a as a as an animal we should eat, and I think an underrated animal. And this is starting to piss me off. Wait, hold on. Can I just do one thing before you see the underrated yeah, animal? Sure. I just to all the fishes, I want to give you a little kisses. <laughs> Let me create some waves. Um, TJ. <laughs> Squirrels don't get enough credit. The squirrels are so awesome. You're right. And because they live amongst us, we don't care. And let me give you some examples. A squirrel can, like, first of all, they're really cool looking. They look great. They're, they're so they're cute. lightning fast. They're, they're so very fast, so cute. cute. They're totally clean. You they're see totally them licking their little hands. Yeah. They'll they sit don't up on even, their hind legs. They, there's no, like, squirrel, you know, there's no, they don't leave, leave huge, like, horse-sized dumps behind them the way horses do, those hideous animals. And if they do... They don't, it, like, there's no squirrel poo. I've yeah, never even seen it. But if a squirrel does leave a huge horse-sized he dump, himself. he's going to, you know, you got to... Individual he's pellets. so much. He puts he, them in the trash yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he th- he'll throw his little pellets away. He will. He'll, he'll, he'll find a little squirrel himself. pink trash He'll can. go tree to tree, and yet... Trying to raise squirrel breast awareness? That's right. The awareness that squirrels have breasts? <laughs> little, little tiny squirrel breasts, <laughs> like all eight of them. Listen, buddy. And yet, here's the thing that's really upsetting me. Do squirrels have eight breasts? Squirrel tits, no hips. <laughs> that came from Matt. Squirrel tits, but no do, hips. Do you imagine squirrels with, like, dog tits, like eight of them? Uh, I think they have like eight or twelve tits. <laughs> for I, I me, don't have any breasts. Matt, you tell me, but for a, me, I, I, I imagine a squirrel with men's and male nipples. Let's not even demean the squirrel by talking about its breasts. Okay, I'm Let sorry. me just give one more point here. Okay. You know these mascots, you know these teams. They want to name themselves after a squirrel. They're like, oh, we'll call ourselves the Flying Squirrel. What? I got to fly now? What? It's not enough that I got tree to tree. I live amongst you. I clean my own uh, uh, pellet shit. Uh, pellet shit after myself. <laughs> I have I have twelve breasts. It's not enough that I well. that I'm lightning quick and I'm perfectly clean and I'm cute. And I got to fly now. What? I got to fly to get your attention? It's well, bullshit. I think it's because flying squirrels bullshit. are so much cooler than regular squirrels. And squirrels are already pretty cool. But you've got to admit, a flying squirrel is one of the best of all the animals. They're awesome, but you don't even need to fly for your squirrel. They can jump from tree to tree. Let's give them some respect. But the problem is we call people who are uncomfortable and weird and you can't quite put your finger on them squirrely. The, the, the adjective and that's squirrely unfair. is... And I, you know what? Know? And I take umbrage to that. So you would, what would you replace it with? What should we call squirrely people? Oh, squirrely people? What should we call them? What animal should they be called? Horsey. Horsey people. Yeah, because you don't like, because a horsey person is usually just a horse faced man <laughs> like myself. I don't know. I don't think horses are, I, I like where you're going, but I don't think horses are, uh, 
I don't think we should. If, if someone's squirrely, I don't. Or think we, we just call him snaky. What if we call him peopley? Because really, people are the most. He's a little peopley. I get kind of a person vibe from him. Yeah, he's a little peopley. I think that's a lot better than any animal. Animals aren't like trying to uh, break and enter. They're not trying to do anything illegal. Peopley is a great name for a squirrel. A squirrel's not going to steal stuff from you. I think peopley is a great name for a squirrel. A peopley? Yeah, I call him peopley. (laughs) I just like the name peopley. I'm going to name my firstborn child peopley. Peopley. That's a good idea. Peopley Buttlesticks. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if you want to combine those. No, that's my last name. That's my that's my true surname. <laughs> Practical living in a in modern, modern age. age. Practical living in the modern age. In a modern age. It's how to do it right now, y'all. It's uh, it's called pre-lying. Pre-lying. And I've been doing it for years, and I thought I'd just share it with you. Okay. You lie about something, and you pretty much give yourselves a little time to it makes it motivates you to make that lie true for example like the year before like when i didn't have a television spot as a comedian i just started lying about it i said i had one and then within a year i had one because i think i was lying about it i think it helped me or you say you ran three miles and then you kind of have to run three miles or you say you made a phone call to take care of something to your yeah. wife and you haven't done it yet you, say, you already lied about it so you better go ahead and do it it's pre-lying so you could i let's say i start lying i tell everybody i work out every day that would motivate me to start working out every day i think day. it would and that's a good idea yeah. I don't know if it's pre-lying, though. No, pre-lying know. sounds like you're lying before the lie ha- happens. I think it's uh, motivational lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's lying, lying that motivates you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why yeah. I emphasize that part of the word. Motivates you. You could say things twice if you need to on, my, on my podcast. It's lying that it's, it's motivational lying. Yeah. It's lying that motivates. Yeah, it does. It does. You should be an inspirational speaker. You know, I am. Enough with this politics bullshit. T- politics. Politics. Sure. Those are little fights in politics. <laughs> you know, we've had our politics, but actually, uh, Senator Jameson and I get along quite well. <laughs> Don't be so peopley. <laughs> Come on, buddy. You're peopling it up too much. Let's move it along to maskers. <sighs> Can I just. Do you well, want let me just read you one thing. So no, you, just, uh, please. Oh, go ahead. Well, this is this is from Nicholas Pickles Hard uh, at Ha Ha Hardon. Is that a real um, joke or is it serious? No, it's at at Ha Ha lowercase uh, lower little thing underscore underscore Hardon. Ha Ha underscore Hardon. Um, when is the next cashing in with T.J. Miller and who's the guest going to be? And will answers be given regarding masks? So I thought I'd ask you. Okay. Hey, Ha Ha Hardon. <laughs> Here's something you should be laughing about. That little heart dick of yours is going to get snapped in half if you ask about masks. This is Ask the Masters. That's the name of the section. It has nothing to do with masks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for uh, clarifying that. That's cool. That's the first question. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. That's the first question. Just, it's okay. So it'll, it's okay. I know sometimes... Do we have any real maskers? We did. This is from... Uh, actually, this is from Jonas Polsky. Uh, you know, we Jonas funny He's such a dude. supportive guy. guy. Him and Jemisee, two yeah. of our favorites. Yeah, we love him. Um, should women brag about the depth of their vaginas? The depth. Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, we're always struggling. You know, women, women talk about how tight. They brag about the tightness. 
I know girls who say, oh, I'm pretty tight down there. I know for a fact. Men have told me. I don't think they should brag if it's more than four inches. Right, because what's the use of that? <laughs> who needs more than four inches, right? That's as big as penises can get. Well, here's this, this kind of made me think about things a little bit. If, if I was a really hot girl, and we all know that any beautiful woman can score on every single night of the year, any night she wants. I think it'd be more fun to go to a bar and try to turn people off so much that no one wants to have sex with you. That would be the challenge, to not get laid. So they should brag about how disgusting their vagina is. Exactly. Like, yeah, I could fit a Chipotle inside my vagina. The, you know, they say the burrito things, or the restaurant? The entire restaurant Hello. and the parking lot. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I think that would, that's a good call. Yeah. Beautiful woman out there, if you want to really have a time of it, try and go out and repel men. Yeah, I had a girl say to me once, and it really, it was a little gross. She said, I'm as wet as a lake right now. Yeah, That's I think it's gross. lake isn't a sexy She was really thing. beautiful, too. Wet as a it waterfall. Was gross. You're always going to say, wet as a waterfall. Yeah. It's a waterfall down there. Because that's a beautiful thing. A lake is just placid. Mm-hmm. There's a layer of dirt and scum yeah. on Sometimes the top of it. There's, like, there's yeah. water striders all over the top there's of her frogs wet, and stuff. wet vagina. Mm-hmm. Lily pads. Frogs and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Little algae. Yeah, algae. A, a lake is reminiscent of a bog, and no one wants to have sex yeah. with a I'm bog. Yeah, I'm wet as a bog right now. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. musty and wet down there. It could be an old bog down there. I'm as wet as an old... Pond. Pond scum. Pond scum. Oh, my God. So you you're you're really getting like me going. A, it's pond scum down there. I have there. a friend that has a theory that a girl can't turn you off enough to not want to have sex with her. If she's beautiful? Huh? If, if she's, she's beautiful, beautiful? It just there's nothing she can say where you will not have sex with That's her. That's not true. I, I, but I can tell you what it is. What is it? Okay, ready? I'll, let's role play it. What I'll be it? a beautiful woman at a bar. Okay, this Matt, is Matt, you be this the bartender. Fun. This okay? is fun. Okay. So Matt just start kind of rubbing. Yeah, yeah, he, he's cleaning a glass. Yeah, he's cleaning Everybody, a glass. I wish he's he could physical. see it. He's cleaning Matt's glasses. great with a physical comedy. He's really a physical podcast. comedy. And the way that he's cleaning the glasses, he sticks his whole hand. Oh, look, oh, he's pouring he's a beer. He's a drink. Uh, and he just put it on beer. top of Cash's water. Oh. And he has spilled all the drinks that he spilled made. Spilled the drinks. Oh, he's sliding over to Slide me. Slide okay, it down got, okay. to Norm from Cheers. Norm! Hi. Oh, oof. I'm so uh, I'm so tired. It's, uh, I'm just about to leave. I'm a beautiful woman at a bar. Yeah. I'm almost ready Well, it's nice to meet you. Oh, oh. You have beautiful Hello. eyes. Hi, Hi, you have beautiful eyes. Hi, thank you. That's I like a, how they remind me of your being able to see. Oh, that's a very uh, unique compliment. Most mm-hmm. people compliment just my eyes, but yeah, I appreciate and, you. And how your lips, how they compliment your normal sized ears. Are they, uh, are they part of your favorite part of the body? They are the upper part. I like the upper parts, and that's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I'd like to marry you, but uh, first, uh, let me tell you this, though. Okay. Uh, would you like to go home? You know, I'm I'm free. Because when you do, you'll find out that there's puke in my pussy. (laughs) The last man that went down on me vomited in my vagina. (laughs) And I left it in there. Would you still like to have sex? (laughs) Well, I mean, is it... Are you sure? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it smells rancid down there. You know what I think I'm going to do? Because a family of squirrels has moved into my puke-filled pussy. My vomit vagina has, has become a home to several squirrels, and they aren't flying squirrels either. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. bartender, another glass of Bacardi 151. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pour it in my pants. I'm going to go ahead and uh, come on to the girl next to you. Mm. She's as wet as a lake. Well, she's, that's starting are to look you saying a lot you're going to come to Climax? 
<laughs> because the way that I climax is, I'm gonna take I her. put more men's puke <laughs> in my vagina. I'm going to take her into space and have my way with her. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me. You're right. You won. You won the masker yeah, section. I can't. You know, I can't. You won. That's you know, as good as I, I it gets. I don't think you can have sex with a woman who says that to you. I don't think you can. There's vo- there's human vomit from an earlier sexual partner. She's telling you about another sexual partner, which is already gross. She's saying that something terrible happened. She's saying she didn't do anything. I mean, you can't have sex with that girl. It's too weird. No. I mean, I think I might have mentioned this, but I was at a bar once, and this guy was coming to this girl. She didn't like it. Yeah. She goes, buddy, you just lost your fuck ticket. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's so like, gross. I was like, they they have tickets for that now? You know what I would say? I'd get a whole booklet or a wristband. Right here, we'll do it with you. So I'll say but something disgusting, and then this. you say, okay. Okay. Uh, you lost your fuck ticket. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Hey, I like your tits. I'd like them better if they were on me. Um, you just lost your fuck ticket. Well, lucky for me, I've got three fuck coupons. <laughs> and then I produce fuck coupons. That's not bad. I carry them on me. Well, this is this is really. I mean, you won the master <laughs> section. This is really. Thank you. And you know, we went from politics, and we kind of ended with politics. Well, I think we've all. Uh, I think we've sort of gotten of, to the place where it seems like Mitt Romney is the best candidate. Um. In in what way? In the big tits, no hips. Big tips, no hits. Big tits, no tits. The problem with this big hits, no tits. Play your best songs and get the women out of here. <laughs> Taking it to the streets. I, I, I don't, you know what? I think your problem with that whole um, trying to start that is that you don't say it right. You, you keep saying it differently every time. How, are you, how do you, how should you say Big tits, it? no hits, and you how keep saying say it wrong. Right. I think you should add some vomit in vagina line in there. Uh, big tits, no hits. Cool hand, Luke. Pussy Philip Yuck. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, it didn't work. No, it was, it was a good try, though. But I'm disappointed in myself, and I can feel the disappointment of those listening. Well, you know what? Uh, they're still next election. And I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna win. What did you say? There's still the next election. I don't think you said that. I get tired sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with you, buddy. It's, like said, it's hard to keep up with you. It's hard enough to book these guests. I think he's a neck election. Neck elections. Which, and the, you know, the president of necks of the United States of America is Johnny Fatneck, <laughs> whose surname coincidentally. Sub- Describes his neck. I almost said sur- subscribes. Okay, things are getting really I weird. I should get now. out of here, man. Yeah, you yeah. know what? This has been so much fun. It's been so fun. Thank you. you so much for having me. I, and I hope this has made it clear who you think you're going to vote for in this presidential yeah, election. Yeah, no, there's no doubt that if Pemberton Buttlesticks runs again on the three snaps and three a snaps butt, and slap, a butt ticket. slap ticket, uh, I that's a great platform to run on, and I'm I'm going to be voting for him, hundred and twelve percent of the way. Yeah, and so I would say, given Cash's com, yeah, given Cash's comments just now, I think you don't vote for don't vote for Mitt Romney. Well, you know what your slogan should don't be this Barack year: Don't Barack for Barack. You know what your slogan? But instead, write in Buttle Sticks. Write in Buttle Sticks, and here's his campaign slogan, and we'll leave you with this: His cancel- campaign. Pemberton Bottlesnicks campaign slogan is rule number one. How do I know you're running for president? (laughs) It's him asking that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm I'm Pemberton Battlesticks. And we always remember rule number one. How do I know that you're running for president? That's what I say to my people. Good night. <laughs> We weren't drunk, but it sounded like we were. Cashing in with T.J. Miller. Now leaving Nerdist.com.